3: Visit RightRug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. I feel like I'm like backpack
4: rapper-level rich right now. Mm. Does that make sense? I'm not like rapper-rapper rich, but I'm like me and someone who was on ruckus records in the 90s probably make the same amount (laughs) like any of the niggas on soundbombing we probably make the same amount of money
2: Bang, bang, skeet, skeet, skeet. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal
4: episode of My Mama Told Me. The podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories. And we finally
2: work to prove that the game turning his teardrop tattoo into a butterfly tattoo. Into an LA logo is the first ever recorded triple down in bad decisions for face tattoos. That is that is phenomenal. Shitty decision making.
4: What about the Gucci man?
2: I I would argue that Gucci, while while his his ice cream was more substantially offensive and 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 frankly bad compared to the game's decision right. making. He didn't do it three different times. That's he so didn't, many
4: times.
2: He, he made one bad choice with the ice cream, and then he was like, I am going to do my best to make this <laughs> fade over time. I have made a mistake.
4: <laughs> here's, here's my question. Yeah. Do you think there's a possibility for a four down? Do you think you could...
2: See, That's it's tough because that LA is big now. It's huge. It's, yeah, it's pretty big. It's Compared like, to what it started as, it uh-huh. has gotten heavy.
4: <laughs> I don't think he should have played out. I don't think he should have left the butterfly. I didn't think it was that bad.
2: You, you think he should have stopped that butterfly?
4: It wasn't that terrible.
2: It didn't feel incorrect for whatever the game was trying to be at the time.
4: And he's like, let's be honest, he's a pretty dramatic guy. I, 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 that yeah, play.
2: oh, he's a diva. He is a diva
4: <laughs> for sure. Do you remember? I had to stop following him on Instagram because he would have those like just those dirty, dirty posts of him in like yeah. tight, tight underwear with what? I'm gonna be honest. I think it's probably a fake penis.
2: Yeah. No. I it, it it was objectively either you have the biggest penis <laughs> in in the greater Los Angeles area <laughs> or. <laughs> Or, sir, you've put a a hell of an eggplant inside your drawers and and tried to pass it off to all of us.
4: That was fake for sure. I remember seeing it and being like, good God. It was the first time I respected the game. I was like, oh, whoa. No, because I was like, I was like, impossible. (laughs) Yeah. He (laughs) He doesn't have like, he doesn't have guys with a giant penis energy. You
2: no yeah his confidence he has sneaky feels, small
4: penis energy
2: yeah his confidence definitely feels like a man with a small like I wouldn't say small but certainly too small for his 6'4 frame right like, right like,
4: cause like big, di- big huge dick dude it's like kind of dumb you know what I mean it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. all the blood is going down there you're not like fuck and the again he's very smart
2: yeah he's smart but he's he's annoying about it and and He's he's constantly lying to us about things that he's, that he, we could easily check and it's like. He does like, seem oh, to make man. a lot of shit yeah. Yo. Yeah, you just <laughs> <laughs> Also he was on Change of Heart. Did you did you ever see that? Oh, episode? he was he was blonde, right? No, this was way before that. He, this was like before he was even a successful rapper. He did that old game show, Change of Heart, that okay. used to be on UPN. And he was just a nice man who him and his girl went on the show for those that don't remember the premise. The deal was you you go on the show with your significant other and then they send you out on separate dates with a new person and then you come back and decide if you want to stay with the person you've, you came with or you have quote unquote a change of heart and you start dating the other individual.
4: What happened to him? Did he get change of hearted? He
2: did. So the game goes out on this
4: date.
2: <laughs> they always set you up with a bad bitch. Who's like fucking gorgeous and cool and spends the whole time being like, hey, I think your penis would taste the best in my mouth. I, and I don't know why your girl doesn't feel that way. I'm you're a perfect three foot penis. Yeah, you're. you're... <laughs> i I can if I could fit it in here, I would suck yeah. it for the, forever, <laughs> and so the game goes out with the girl. they have a sexy time, and his girl goes out with the guy. They have a sexy time, and then she comes back, and she says she wants to have a change of heart after he goes, I want to be with my lady.
4: Oh, that's the worst outcome
2: again, a that's penis the- that that is forgettable at the very least for for a lady that uh was willing to go on t v with the game.
4: Yeah, if he was doing that, she wouldn't have even gone down there.
2: No, change of heart, motherfucker. Yeah, you on. have a rare artifact trapped in your pants. <laughs> <laughs>
4: this is Indiana Jones' penis.
2: Yeah, this is you know you know how sloths used to be like six foot feet tall. This is like <laughs> this is like a different era of, Yo, of animal. <laughs> that man has
4: a different. He has a penis from a different time.
2: Yeah, this is prehistoric, big dog. If if that's <laughs> What what we're
4: talking about? I'm not gonna give this up. That shit is so big. It looks like it could be the result of some kind of a black magic curse. <laughs> <laughs> like Right, like you
2: wish to be a world famous rapper, yeah. And then the witch was like, "But I'm cursing you with a big penis." And he's yeah. like, "But that's fucking awesome." And she's like, "No, no, no,
4: no, not this big.
2: Not the way, not the way I plan on hitting you." Did he dial it back? Does he still do that?
4: I don't follow him anymore, c- cause of
2: that. I never followed. <laughs>
4: totally I was never once. tracking
2: <laughs> tracking the game. I knew that would that was a mistake.
4: Hey, I liked I liked that first album, man. I did like it.
2: I I I mostly for updates of the game. Actually, see him uh, getting in fistfights and at, uh, <laughs> at Drew League videos. That's that's the the most common time I see the game is him playing in the Drew League, which I guess he thinks he's talented enough to keep up with, like, you know, fucking Trey Young when he's bored during the summer. I mean, but, he's tall. But,
4: uh, he's tall as shit, right?
2: He's tall, but I he's also, like, thicker than he used to be and he ain't moving. <laughs> and I, I think part of the reason he's... And that penis. And that heavy, heavy penis. Uh, <laughs> he has to wear Allen Iverson-sized shorts just to cover... Yeah, he's uh, got
4: two pairs of compression <laughs> shorts on.
2: But but he's constantly getting in fist fights at these, at these <laughs> league games. I love uh, it. Because somebody sets a pick on him and then he's like ready to square up.
4: Would you, if it was offered, would you play Drew League?
2: Uh, again, no, because I'm afraid. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, I what I my absolute nightmare is I'm now a part of a video where they're like, "Damn, this up and coming player just went the fuck off for sixty eight points, and it's nothing but me guarding him the whole time."
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? I understand because that's like. That's tough to come back from. You're gonna have your wife and kid in there. You don't need that,
2: bro. If if he's just saucing on me, and then there's one video of me like going up for a layup, and he just and he swats yeah. it out ah, the air. Yeah, it's like oh, ah, no, man. I, I'm there's too much at stake here. No, I can't.
4: I've often thought getting posterized is probably the worst thing that could ever happen to a person.
2: You've never been dunked on.
4: No. No, no, no. I never not like not like in a major way, no.
2: Good for you. Thanks. Yeah, I see
4: it in your eyes that you have though.
2: Oh, I've been I've seen it all, baby.
4: <laughs> what is that feeling of like?
2: What what's the lowest low you know of? What's <laughs> what how what's the depths of your bad decision making?
4: Uh, I did a set one time with my my zipper down and you could see my penis for most of it. <laughs>
2: Was this that going good? Was it, was it,
4: it was an open mic. So it was like one thirty in the, you know what I mean? Uh,
2: oh, so this was like a, a bad decision stacked on uh, the worst it, outcome.
4: Yeah, man.
2: Fuck. Yeah. That's, that's what getting dunked on feels like. I bet. I, I bet they're comparable feelings
4: when they dunked on you. Was it like, did you feel the nuts on the shoulder?
2: No, it wasn't, it wasn't a nuts on shoulder level dunking. I was more, I, I was closer to the chest. Okay. Uh, so I was going up thinking I had a shot. Oh, damn. and it, and in that way, it made it worse. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, if I could stop this or cause I've never been able to dunk, but I, I, I'm a pretty good defender. And so I thought, oh, I could stop this early, before it makes it all the way up. And that motherfucker was bouncier than me. Oh no, And, had and somehow had jets in his little oof, feet and oof. and
4: goddamn just ate me alive. I would worry about the sound I would make if I got dunked on. Well that's the thing. Like the that's sound it. that would come out of me. Like I don't know. Like what if you get dunked on you are like ah! or like, like <laughs> <laughs> Oh no <laughs> <laughs> Like that's That's my big worry. (laughs) 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 Oof!
2: I yeah, yeah, I don't remember what. I think I think it's one of those hollow sounds that uh, that you know after a bomb where it's just that that screech. That's that's probably what I heard after. I don't know what came out of me. Yeah. Oof. And I was playing point guard, and and so a, a, another person had to see me get dunked on, take the ball out, and then choose to pass me the ball. Oh, but it's you're not a like, general Fuck.
4: anymore. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, what kind of leader am I? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm bringing it up now. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, 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 no.
2: Watch how I distribute. <laughs> sure, I got dunked on, but <laughs> yeah, I also... Yeah. No three plays.
4: I'm the only true general out here.
2: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, this is. I got to go home, man. You got to take me out, coach.
4: Yeah, that's the tough thing that to have happened to you. Yeah, Whoa. no,
2: it's, it's it's hard. We, I don't think we've we've introduced ourselves. I don't know that we. Oh, all right. we've done know. any formal uh, work here. I, I, I'm Langston Kerman. <laughs> I'm David Borey. And if you've made it this far, you knew that and and also uh if you if you didn't know that, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you stick around this long? What
4: could you possibly have thought this podcast was gonna be about with all that game? <laughs> we dropped into the game talk early. And yeah,
2: this isn't even what our show is about, but we made we made hard, fastened choices right away. Yeah,
4: I'm worried that he's gonna hear it.
2: Oh, the game, you think he's a listener.
4: I think he's dramatic enough to somehow have found it.
2: I, I will say, I definitely think the game has Google alerts for the game.
4: Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I Olivia, don't put the game in the <laughs> title. Wait, is,
2: is, let's, let's unpack this. Are you, is your fear of the game that like, uh, that he'll retaliate with violence or is it, wh- where, where are you in the game? I just
4: don't want to be out like, at like a smoothie king and, you know, he catches me <laughs> or some shit.
2: Okay, so it's not that he'll hunt you down, but that, like...
4: But you, sometimes you... in Los Angeles... I'm in Los Angeles, Yeah, and I'm in game-type places. Mm-hmm. You know, Shaq's Restaurant at LA Live, maybe I'm on a date. <laughs> 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 and then it's like, then the game's like, what's that shit she was talking about my dick? And then it's like, oh, man. Yeah, I'm not in the be, game. He'll probably be with WAC 100, and then I for sure couldn't fight the game yeah. and WAC 100.
2: Damn. Okay, I see that. He seems like yeah, he he'd he'd wait to fight you in a very public place. Yeah. And to your point, he is still a big motherfucker who picks his opponents wisely.
4: I'd have to the only the only thing I could do is I'd have to either I'd have to hit him first cuz then it's like you know, the video of me getting beat up is like, yeah, but he got him. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. It's yeah, like, no, you
2: got to hit him in those giant
4: fucking nuts. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> I got to grab a belt loop and jump up and just give it to him. <laughs> and let that
2: motherfucker crumble and, and you'll be a bad guy. The internet will be like, those corny, you punched him in the dick. But it's like, nah, but where else are you going to punch the game?
4: You, yeah, that's his power source.
2: Yeah, and, and the one thing that he has going for him, which is that <laughs> that massive prehistoric dick.
4: There are there are rappers I think I could fight. I just don't think the game is one. He's very no. tough.
2: Yeah, yeah. Lil Uzi has been beat up enough times that I feel I feel absolutely confident that I I. If could, I could
4: pick you up, I feel good about it.
2: Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. If
4: I could, <laughs> like, if I could just like grab you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if it's like, or if it's like, if you're fit enough for me to like get my arms down and then like pick up and like bang that, yeah. I feel then I feel okay. For anybody bigger than that, it's like... God. Yeah,
2: I'm always impressed with uh, with uh, NBA fights because oftentimes the guys are so vastly different in height. Like the other yeah. day, Austin Rivers got in a fight I saw with that. Mo, B- Mo Bamba. I and it saw was that. like, hey, he's so much bigger than you. And you're, <laughs> you're just riding off of Austin Rivers' confidence yeah. to, to
4: face off. And he's a bad fighter. It didn't look good at all. I mean, I think that fighting is its own skill, right? How many rapper yeah. how many rapper boxing videos have we seen where you're like, oh shit, E forty, yeah, I have yeah. a chance. And yeah, then you see
2: Meek Mill practice and you're like, I'll beat the fuck out of Meek Mill <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: Look man, I get it, you so coke in Philly, but
4: I'll beat your ass, nigga. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, he is a weird guy.
2: Yeah, he's a he's a fucking weirdo, and not in an affectionate like, oh, what an artist kind of way. Just, no, he's
4: like that weird French fries in the pool shit. Like, I don't know what he's <laughs> <laughs> like. What are you doing? What's your plan? Where are you going? How'd you get so rich?
2: Yeah, I don't. I I think we've highly uh overestimate how much a lot of rappers uh make and have and i i think it's safe to say you are you are doing like i've heard uh, numerous uh sort of like suggestions that blueface is like broke and it's like yeah i think i think that's I, more rappers are like that than they are not
4: i saw him at LAX one time he definitely got on the plane last <laughs> and that's like, I don't know, maybe you don't have status with Southwest, you, yeah, I yeah. you fly a lot. like <laughs> get your diamond medallion up, you know what I mean, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm platinum baby,
2: <laughs> it's uh it, yeah, it feels like to have money, you at least have status on airlines, and if you don't th- then something has happened, yeah, either you bought this ticket literally five minutes ago, or or you ain't as rich as we all presumed.
4: Yeah, because he was dressed really nice, but yeah, and he had a Louis bag, but yeah, got on the plane last.
2: Fuck. Well, we, we wish Blueface the best. <laughs> you know, that nice man who there's no other reason to criticize besides, uh, his struggling uh <laughs> financial situation.
4: Hey, bust down, Tatiana. You know what I mean? <laughs> Academic City's going to buy your house. I don't know. I, uh. You're going
2: you're you're doing a lot and you're going through a lot. So so I hope I hope it's all paying off for you, Blueface. It's
4: complicated to be a rapper.
2: It's it's very complicated to be a rapper. It's even more complicated to be uh I guess a crip rapper. I don't know. Uh <laughs> we we have a conspiracy theory that you and I talked about ahead of time we were we were discussing the possibility of this being a real thing but the conspiracy we talked about is is my mama told me the NFL is scripted scripted now scripted yeah completely oh, scripted full script now it's worth noting this has been sort of a viral conversation on on twitter for a few days now but it specifically comes from a an interview with arian foster who went on a podcast and said exactly this that the nfl is scripted that it's completely made up that in fact the entire premise of practicing and and sort of like all the the sort of like preseason fucking like camps and shit is just dedicated to these people learning their quote unquote lines and positions blocking so that they can help the script come to be.
4: I mean, I didn't even think about this till just now, but here's thing number one: right, people yeah. go to practices. Yeah, practices are yes, closed. They do. <laughs> no, like there's children there. There's all kinds of people. And, and in fact, it. the
2: NFL, I think, is the only sport that does that. Where yeah. they're like,
4: yeah, come watch us practice. You can watch the whole thing. We'll sign some balls. It's a good time for the kids. So yeah. what are you... That's already stupid. Yeah, no, it
2: doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all. <laughs> like,
4: yeah. Bro, this dude's an idiot.
2: They make the practice facilities like fucking like hubs in the cities and shit. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you got to go down to the fucking... To this spot so that you can watch Tom Brady Stretch
4: oh yeah oh yeah Shout out to Dove Valley in Denver it's it's major so yes yeah. that's, that's the one thing also <laughs> I Because I do think that there is I do think that there is a case For this idea I think that mm. he's Lying
2: Whoa say more
4: I think that if you are Going to script The entire NFL you would yeah. not need Arian Foster's input. Whoa! Like people's lives are just gonna have drama that plays out them, plays out in them anyways, right? Like so, I right. think it's like you got to talk to Tom Brady. You know what I mean? You sure, got sure, to talk sure, to Mahomes. Sure, sure, sure. You got to talk to everybody in Philly. But like, do you have to talk to? I don't think you, I don't think it would be that. The rookies don't know about that shit, you know?
2: You're saying you're saying if your impact is not substantial enough, you don't need a script. You just need to uh to show up and let the true script scriptees handle their business.
4: Yeah, of course. It's like it's like with like it's like with it's like with basketball where it's like yeah, point shaving it's not like it's never a whole team, it's just like two guys.
2: Right. And they you know they just have to have enough impact on their own to to make the shit happen they don't it everything else is is whatever
4: because he's like also like because then he's like yeah the sc- script writers so then how big is this is this a sag after gig or a, a WGA gig <laughs> you know what i'm saying you you're talking yeah. directly with the writers you four six eight forty you are talking directly yeah. with the writers
2: and that's, that's also something that felt uh, a little challenging for me in this, this whole thing is that, like, look, I've been in writers' rooms where, like, the star decides to pop in. They never help. Do you never, know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it truly yeah. makes shit way worse when the person who's famous wants—they go, well, I don't know, what if I, like— Jump over the nigga and, uh, yeah, and dunk, yeah. dunk the football through the goalpost, and it's like, "Hey, dog, that's not. We ain't even. That's not what we're doing here. We're just trying to get to third down, big dog. We don't."
4: I, I wrote for we an don't award. Need sh- I wrote for an award show with, uh, with the famous host who was a quarterback, and he just wanted to make fun of Danica Patrick the whole time in a way where it felt <laughs> personal. Like he'd leave, and then we'd like it'd be after lunch. He'd come in, and he'd be like. So I'm thinking about this Danica Patrick situation. And they're like, what? Well, no, nobody, nobody wants to talk about Danica Patrick, big man. Why do you hate her? <laughs> it's just, yeah, no famous people ever come in with good ideas. I I get it because, you, you know, your feelings are hurt because you're not in the league anymore. I understand. Yeah.
2: That sucks. <laughs> You're building these personal vendettas that would have yeah. been resolved if you could still just, like, focus on a game ahead of you. But now it's like, no, I will I will make Danica Patrick my Super Bowl.
4: Because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, also, what was he trying to, like, what was he trying to accomplish with this? Like, I also have the idea, I don't like the idea that if the NFL has always been scripted, you were the first one in this whole, what's it, Super Bowl 54 or some shit? You were the yeah. first one to ever drop this knowledge?
2: Yeah, that's that's, uh, and we've talked about this a few times on the podcast I, I think that's always the challenge with conspiracy theories, especially ones of this scale is like, it it would require a level of like, complicit silence uh, on the part of a lot of people who have been fucked over by this league, frankly, Bad. enough times that like you for them not to have said anything is would be crazy. For Colin Kaepernick to not have come up and been like, "Hey, it's scripted." By the way, at this point, would be impossible.
4: What about major injuries? What about old boy? You think he started the season? They're like, "You're gonna die on the field." <laughs> we'll
2: bring you back
4: to we'll life. Bring you back though. <laughs> But, like, that's in that's in your contract. Like, what are you talking about? And
2: you'll never play again, by the yeah. way. You're, yeah. This is your, your retirement is from the game of football.
4: For what? Like is, is... Now, had he said basketball, I'd have been like, of course, the NBA is rigged. But... <laughs> Everybody knows that.
2: Sure, the NBA, They're... that makes perfect sense. Rigged but for football... as hell. Rigged as hell. <laughs> Well, I, I will say that that uh, we need to take a break with we have a break coming up, but I'm excited to find out exactly uh, all of your thoughts on the NBA rigging and or uh, more on the NFL scripting. We're going to take a break. It'll be back with more Langston, more David and more. My mama told me.
5: lifelock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own join now and save up to 25 percent your first year at lifelock.com iheart that's lifelock.com iheart to save up to 25 percent identity theft protection starts here
3: right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right Route flooring
6: <laughs> yeah, boy.
4: Yeah, we are back discussing whether or not professional sports is rigged. Football, I think we've debunked, but I will say basketball
2: is always fun. <laughs> I tell me more because because I love because we're not just talking rigged rigged. You're saying that that basketball is scripted level rigged.
4: I think it. I think it's rigged. I think it's there are the teams who are supposed to do what they do. I think that there's often marketing campaigns around those things. You know what I mean? You remember little Penny saying, Kobe LeBron, Kobe LeBron. Like what am I supposed to think about that? There's clearly right. like there's clearly like especially David Stern. Like I I just feel like if there's not if the if it's not rigged, there are ways that they would like it to work out that they do their best Yeah to Specifically 2009, the Western Conference Finals. They weren't ready for, you know, a team of unsung heroes, the Denver Nuggets. They weren't ready for that (laughs) win. They weren't ready for a tiny man like Earl Boykins off the bench with a ring. They can't have that. They can't have that. Kenyon Martin was a menace. He had lipstick tattooed on his neck. They couldn't have that, so they had to give it to who? Kobe. Because that was all cause. It was all cause.
2: I I feel like everybody has a Kobe example of of <laughs> the rigging that hurt them the most. Mine personally being the Sacramento Kings of of I whatever the fuck year that was, but that early <laughs> two thousand Sacramento Kings with team Chris Webber and Doug Christie and all them, and I was like, this is this is the greatest team ever <laughs> assembled. And they were they were, they were torn asunder by Robert Ory. You know what I mean? It's shit like that. It doesn't even like, make sense. Yeah, I I definitely am, am a hurt man as you are. We actually talked about this exact subject or at least a version of this subject with Tone Bell uh, last May, I want to say, if I'm remembering correct. And Tone believed that the NFL and NBA were rigged and we talked uh, specifically in the research, sort of found that that a lot of what people suggest is is that it's not so much scripted in the way that Arian Foster is suggesting, but these leagues do have biases in in wanting certain stories to to be able to happen.
0: 100%. So it's not so
2: much them giving a fuck if a, one team wins a championship or not, but they do give a fuck whether or not like that that hero's tale happens from beginning to end
4: yeah and i think that they i think that there's you know there's obviously only so much in impact that you can have like that's why i feel like it's not scripted because every now and then you'll see a guy go rogue you 100%, understand? yeah like like westbrook
2: that yeah. one that
4: one that was like he wasn't supposed to do that
2: yeah yeah yeah
4: lint sanity is a dude going rogue Going rogue—that was not supposed to. That was not supposed yeah. to happen at all, at all, no. at all, at all. So it's like, and
2: they marketed it. They went like, "Oh fuck, we can make a bunch of money off of this." So they bought into it very quickly. But no, that wasn't like Dave, whoever Adam Silver didn't start. They I think it was still David Stern then. But yeah. but whoever was in charge at the point didn't go like, and this year we're gonna have an Asian dude. No, no. The greatest player on the planet for for four weeks.
4: I mean, it sounds insane what you're saying.
2: Yeah, no.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Like, nobody could have seen that.
2: He'll be 6'5 and and petite, and we're going to make him the literal greatest player on the
4: planet for a month. And then somehow it never comes back. He'll never have even a moment like the one he had the first It's so strange. It's also like and I mean I go back to my team like I have for years felt that the Nuggets despite themselves were just always supposed to be a second class team. You think you think the NBA was ready for Jokic? Nikola Jokic is an MVP. Yeah. I love him, right? Ugly it's basketball. <laughs> like it's all ugly until the pass is caught. Yeah, the, or passes- the shot goes in.
2: The passes are phenomenal in that it looks like he drops the ball every time like he's fucking up and then it ends up being the the most amazing
4: pass that you could have imagined. He plays like Mr. Magoo. You know Mr. Sure? Magoo? <laughs> <laughs> like he plays he plays basketball like Mr. Magoo walking through a cr- uh, fucking construction yeah. site.
2: And all his mannerisms are are super fucking European. Oh, he not, looks so tired all the time. <laughs> yeah, and he's rubbing his head weird and shit, and you're yeah. like, I'm not sure this man should be allowed on this court. I don't think he's I think they're gonna bully him, but then he's like, Now nah, watch this and you're yeah, like, Yeah, come to find fuck.
4: out. You know what it is? It's like, did you see that new Eddie Murphy movie? Uh, You People? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to everybody in that. By the way, shout out.
2: You, you know, Sam J is is, hey, is a big dear time. friend.
4: Went crazy, but yes, you people. Be but bewilder. when Jonah Hill played basketball, yeah, and you're like, there's no way. And then even looking at it, it looked bad, but the shots got knocked down. That's that's yeah. The
2: real it it was very garbage basketball, and it was clearly written with the intention of a better basketball player having having played this part. They wanted. You don't Woody think he, Harrelson. You
4: don't think he would have wrote that? I bet he wrote that for himself. I would.
2: I think he did write it for himself, but I think that's ego, baby. I don't think that that's... I Bro, don't think that he was like, basketball is my best sport. I think he was like, what's black that I can do?
4: I, I, Bro, I'll i fake basketball. Wait till I do a reverse guess who's coming to dinner. And it's just going to be me. <laughs> Hitting home runs on these bitch ass white boys, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the park and just have chewing tobacco and just yeah. smacking them. Do white people play pickup baseball?
2: I don't. I don't think so. I think that's of the 50s when stickball existed, and now yeah,
4: it's, it feels like it would be more of a Dominican thing, huh?
2: Yeah, they have they have rec- like they have very sort of like uh, leagues. They have sort right. of like real games, but they don't just like hit the the driveway and uh, practice baseball and shit. No? I don't think so. Not anymore. Maybe they do. I mean, with kids, obviously, but not grown men sitting and being like, hey, let's go. They play
4: softball, though.
2: I think they play softball. Okay, they play softball. I think some boys will get together and and throw a big old softball at each other.
4: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, to all that, I say that yeah, I think the NBA is rigged. I don't think the NFL is also too many variables, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's like it's or no, the NFL is not enough variables. Meaning, meaning that I think the longer the 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 longer the season, the more games and stuff like that. Or oh, I guess that would be easier to write because there's not that many games, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, sixteen games per team. That that you hire a writing staff for each team, and what do you think and- the writing
4: staffs like ten? Yeah, I, yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be a big room, I think, because fifty-two players and coaches have. Coaches also have their own dramas and shit going on. Yeah, in the world. and
2: you have to really like be. You have to be thinking for enough positions and like strategizing with the the other teams as well. Like it, there has to be cross pollination. You can't just write your side of the the ball. You right. Know what I mean? Right. So it it feels like a pretty massive undertaking that that doesn't even seem possible, frankly.
4: Yeah, I don't believe it. I don't believe because
2: it. football is more possessions than it is even fucking like minutes.
4: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Just the pace of the game is really hard to dictate, too. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I just don't, and and I just don't. Football still has upsets. I feel like in my lifetime of sports, I've seen more major upsets in football than I have in basketball. Right. Basketball, usually who you think is going to win, wins. Yeah, there it, you know it's I mean? a much
2: harder thing to, to have a, a major upset in basketball. But some of that also is that football is one and done. And so it's like... Yeah, if these dudes, you know what I mean, it's one and done, and it's really about smashing into each other. So, like, if I just show up with the wrong energy for for getting smashed, I'm I'm gonna lose, and I can't do nothing about it, kind of thing. Right,
4: right, right, right. Whereas, right. like
2: basketball, if I, if, you know, if I got drunk the night before and and have a bad game, I get like six more chances to fix. it. Yes, yeah.
4: I mean they said Allen Iverson did it all the time.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I still, I still love his Nuggets years though. Wouldn't take back a single minute.
2: Really? Because it didn't uh, do anything for yeah. you guys.
4: <laughs> I take that. I take that back. It was just cool that he was here, but it yeah. was also like you could tell he wasn't like here. You know what I'm saying? Like,
2: no, he was. His heart had moved on from the NBA by that point, and yeah.
4: nobody ever hangs out here when they're pro. Like are pro, like Melo. It was like he was gone whenever he could be. Like people aren't just like.
2: And it was the wrong group of guys to surround him with if you needed him to like buy into a a system and, and or even like the premise of playing. Yeah, he all needs the way. More drunk guys. Yeah, it was like <laughs> fucking J.R. Smith and and Kenyon Martin and, and Carmelo Anthony. It's like, yeah, well, of course he's not gonna pay attention.
4: No, 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 no. And they're all everybody was on their way out, kinda. So it was like mm-hmm. a team that you could feel <laughs> listen, that's not the point. Nuggets it wasn't it George year. Carl your your coach by then? Yes, George Carl was our coach. And uh, what
2: a deeply racist man that is. It, it, nobody yeah. was feeling encouraged and or motivated by George Carl. I mean, George Carl
4: looks racist.
2: Yeah, and he proves it. Boy, he's oh got boy. That,
4: he's got that face with, like, no lips. <laughs> <laughs> like the, Like, no. The smaller the lips, the more I think you're going to say it.
2: Yeah, and for a while, he had, like, uh, no hair on top and, like, long in the back. And it's yeah, like, yeah, oh, you're yeah. a wild guy, George Carl. You hate this. Yeah. His
4: last name starts with a K. These are all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I think there are some last names with a K that are pretty cool. And,
4: uh... Well, yeah, you're black, though. No, I'm not saying you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, half my family ain't. And, and...
4: <laughs> <laughs> are they racist?
2: Not all of them. Okay. Some of them are. They, they, they don't. I, none of it is rooted in uh, as much a hatred but a fear if if it exists
4: in my family. <laughs> yeah, I think I have some in my family that it's more hatred based.
2: Yeah, ours was just I ain't never been around that and that scares me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna, you know, do what Chihuahuas do and yap and, and nip kind of shit. Ours is
4: like, uh, why is he following me in the grocery store?
2: it's like he's not this is just a grocery store
0: everybody's in here (laughs) hacks is back for season three and so is the official hacks podcast in each episode hacks creators lucia and yellow paul w downs and jen stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the emmy winning comedy series you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll
1: also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring
6: at Edu.
2: So in, the, in the, the research that I did for the tone bell of it all, and I, I'm glad you brought up the NBA because there are a few specific examples that people point to when they talk about like sort of these hero stories getting out of hand uh, or at least becoming a little too pointed for us to be able to deny some of the the fucking, you know, the writing as it were. One of the examples they bring up is the 2005 New Orleans Hornets where they they go from basically being one of the worst teams in the league to then like having like this historic rise and part of it is sort of like wanting to, to link it with the narrative of Katrina and yeah. like the city coming back to life so that you can rebuild finances. You it was know. like
4: New Orleans needed the win.
2: Yeah, New Orleans needed it for both their their own personal, like, emotional well-being, but also, literally, they needed the win to be able to, like, restore this fucked up sort of, like, situation.
4: But I don't know if I can go with that, because where were the Knicks on (laughs) 9-11? You know (laughs) what (laughs) I'm (laughs) saying? Like, sometimes... like yeah. why you would do it for New Orleans but not for New York City?
2: Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. They that 2001 team didn't do anything to be. I don't even know who
4: was in there.
2: I couldn't tell you. Was not for a second.
4: Was Sprewell it, still there? I,
2: I he might. I don't know. Allen Houston probably was still. Allen around.
4: Houston for sure.
2: Let's look up 2001 New York Knicks. We need to see. <laughs> yeah, they did not rally. No. <laughs> Was there a team that that uh that were still coached by Jeff Van Gundy? Let's let's start there. Okay, who I I love deeply. It was you, yeah, okay. Marcus Canby. We're we're talking Allen Houston. Mark Jackson was still playing basketball at the time. <laughs> you, you've got Travis Knight. You've got Latrell Sprewell. Kirk Thomas, uh, the the oldest looking man that ever was. Uh, and Charlie Ward; those were were the highlights of that year, and I believe that was second. Olivia is saying it is the second most looked up question about the Knicks. Have the Knicks ever been good?
4: <laughs> 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 no,
2: no, I don't. Not not. They had that one year with essentially this same roster, and I can't remember what year it was where they they were the eighth seed of the playoffs and then ended up going to the finals that it was essentially that same group. I feel like that was like 2000, maybe like 99. Okay.
4: That could be right.
2: Yeah. It was, it was 1999 that the Knicks (laughs) went to the finals with that, essentially that same group, but Patrick Ewing was still
4: on. the Yeah. 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 Damn. Poor Knicks. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that shit has never been scripted because they fucking are terrible.
2: Yeah, no, they and boy, are there are a lot of people invested in their success. And I and, know, uh,
4: and every other team has like done it. Every other team in the league has gone from rags to riches.
2: Yeah, once you the understand? Bengals, once they they sort of figured it out, it was like, oh no, you like Bengals, the fucking uh, who who the who's Saints? Joe Joe Burrow
4: shit? Oh yes, yeah, the Bengals.
2: Yeah, Bengals. Yeah, it's like no, nah, they they give people a shot every yeah. once in a while.
4: Yeah, I mean, the Browns, but... No, nah, man, and I mean, Cleveland... Cleveland was, like, a joke when we were growing up. Yeah. So, I guess I'm split on this now. <laughs> 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 the further we go into it, I'm like... Maybe it's, like... I think that I think that you're right. I think that idea of, like, there are certain narratives that are there trying to push for money and shit like that. I think that that is true, and I think, ultimately, you can do... You can't have a lot of sway in it, but... At the end of the day, it's still hooping. Yeah, I
2: I do think like I think for example, the league desperately wanted LeBron to get a championship for the Cavaliers. Right. I think that 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 would that meant the world to everybody in charge, everybody that had financial investment in this this fucking system. I don't think they have the ability to like. Fully get him the championship, but I do think they capitalize on a bunch of choices that are already being made by these guys. So when when fucking Draymond Green is being a dick and and swinging his foot and kicking and shit, they go, "Well, yeah, suspend him." Yeah, we're yeah, yeah. we want them to win. Yeah, we suspend don't want suspend that dude.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: We're not gonna fucking you know what I mean? Like we're gonna take advantage of him being an idiot. We're we want them to win.
4: Yeah, I think that's definitely the case. I think that's I think that is definitely the case. Yeah,
2: it's football. I, I don't know, but football. I I, I <laughs> would argue it's it's similar shit where they they're like, hey, we we would love for we, there's no reason for forty six, forty five year old Tom Brady to to be as great as he was. I mean, he obviously is a great player. It's not to take anything away from him. But, like that Buccaneers championship didn't feel like a fucking like
4: I mean, hey it was, man, it was the same with Peyton and the Broncos championship. Like it was like they love that redemption quarterback story, like my team cast me aside, yeah I came back, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: but i I think they had to want that for him as much as he wanted it for for himself. So he puts in the work, he he becomes this phenomenal player, and then the league goes. Hey man, if there's any moments where it's between <laughs> Brady and this other quarterback, it's always Brady. It's
4: always Brady. <clears throat> yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, I, I think could that's fully fair. see
4: that. I think that's fair. Damn, I think we cracked it.
2: Yeah, no, I I think I think we've covered this pretty well. I don't I don't know that we we've landed any proof of of this being scripted, but it sounds like we're in agreement. That some sort of mischief is
4: happening in the background. For sure. And as, as always to your own research, brother. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> There's YouTube rabbit holes
2: you can go down. Yeah, if that's if you <laughs> want scripting to be real, you can fully Yeah. You you can find it out there. Yeah. And the other day I was watching a video where uh they were saying that the 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 MBA is uh, simulation. That that it was completely simulated, and part of the argument they were making was a bunch of clips where you see players doing identical things at the exact same time. That there are like glitches where you can watch like three players on one team all. in oh, I've and, seen that kind of thing. Kind yeah, of thing.
4: I've seen that kind of thing. But then that means that that goes back to like that. Then that means they're all computers. All the players. Yeah, and like that's bet- the argument. I've met basketball players in real life. Yeah, I I don't know that
2: they're saying like the individuals are computers out there as much as we are all living in a computer and the the NBA's glitches are evidence of this whole thing being a ruse.
4: You ever feel like that movie The Matrix really did a a little too much more damage than it did good?
2: Yeah, no, it, it, especially, I would say, for white people, not to not to make this an entirely racial thing, but, but white boys have bought into the, the premise of the simulation, I think, more than any other group.
4: Yo, they love it. They love yeah. it. That shit comes up so much. And it's like, I don't know, have you watched that movie? It's not that smart. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs>
2: I think the premise is really, really smart. <laughs> yeah, the premise and, is really smart. And then you watch what they do to prove the premise, and then to like tell the story, and you're like, "I guess payphones. All right, that's how yeah. I get in and out of the major." I, I, okay, the Nebuchadnezzar.
4: Like I just <laughs> don't. I don't know, man.
2: Yeah, it's like I, don't, I think. I think some of this is just...
4: Uh, I think you were just writing shit. The third movie is nonsense. That's gibberish. Dog, did you see the the new one? No, I didn't see the new one because I can't. It
2: The new one almost feels like th- that we might have been tricked by like some special needs people. Oh, that, like, like with Lost. Yeah, like that this whole thing was like, oh, you didn't <laughs> know what you were doing at all. <laughs> and it was truly just like some weird monkey typewriter shit that got you... Three, mo- four movies.
4: I mean, having seen how Hollywood works. That makes sense to me. That's what we should talk about. Is Hollywood rigs next time?
2: Yeah, Hollywood. I, <laughs> I actually would love to talk about this because, boy, do I believe that that yeah, this whole I, thing I, is
4: no questions, no questions. This shit is made up as hell.
2: Yeah, I don't think none of this is real. And, and yeah, we, honestly, we should unpack that. Uh, we'll maybe do that for for one of our upcoming episodes. Is is the rigging of Hollywood?
4: Can't wait, because I got some wild swings. (laughs) (laughs)
2: All right, well, we got to get to that. That's exciting. Could you tell, before we do, could you tell the people where they can find you and what cool shit you have going on?
4: Obviously, come to the live My Mama Told Me at the Elysian Theater. Tickets are pretty much almost sold out. Uh, March 23rd through 26th, I'm going to be at Rooster Teeth Feathers in San Francisco, March 31st through April 1st, I'm going to be at the Dallas Comedy Club. April 7th through 10th, I'm going to be at the Before You Die Festival in Anchorage, Alaska.
2: Hell yeah. So go go see Bori wherever he's going to be. And uh, like he said, come to our live show. Uh, it's going to be at the Legion. It's going to be fucking great. We have we've already announced the name. So we have Yasser Lester, Sydney Washington, Lacey Mosley and Garrick Bernard all popping in to, to do dumb shit with us. Yeah. We'll be taking Q&A from the audience. We'll be talking to people on the live stream, which you can you can be a part of if you go to moment.co that you'll be able to, to buy tickets for the live stream up to seven days afterwards. There's truly all kinds of opportunities for you to be a part of this show, both in person and uh, via the internet and and more importantly if you want to send us your own conspiracy theories your own drops if you, you want to accuse Arian Foster of, of greater crimes than we are able to please send those theories to mymamapod at gmail.com we would love to hear from you okay I did all the bureaucratic shit bye bitch
4: let's get to come outside